This is our devotional commentary for Ecclesiastes chapter 5. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. Guard your steps when you go to the house of God. To draw near to listen is better than to offer the sacrifice of fools, for they do not know that they are doing evil. Be not rash with your mouth, nor let your heart be hasty to utter a word before God. For God is in heaven, you are on earth, therefore let your words be few. For a dream comes with much business, and a fool's voice with many words. When you vow a vow to God, do not delay paying for it, for he has no pleasure in fools. Pay what you vow. It is better that you should not vow than that you should vow and not pay. Let not your mouth lead you into sin, and do not say before the messenger that it was a mistake. Why should God be angry at your voice and destroy the work of your hands? For when dreams increase and words grow many, there is vanity, for God is the one you must fear. If you see in a province the oppression of the poor and the violation of justice and righteousness, do not be amazed at the matter, for the high official is watched by a higher, and there are yet higher ones over them. But this is gain for a land in every way. A king committed to cultivated fields. He who loves money will not be satisfied with money, nor he who loves wealth with his income. This also is vanity. When goods increase, they increase who eat them. And what advantage has their owner but to see them with his eyes? Sweet is the sleep of a laborer, whether he eats little or much. But the full stomach of the rich will not let him sleep. There is a grievous evil that I have seen under the sun. Riches were kept by their owner to his hurt. And those riches were lost in a bad venture. And he is father of a son, but he has nothing in his hand. As he came from his mother's womb, he shall go again, naked as he came and shall take nothing for his toil that he may carry away in his hand. This also is a grievous evil. Just as he came, so shall he go. And what gain is there to him who toils for the wind? Moreover, all his days he eats in darkness, in much vexation and sickness and anger. Behold, what I have seen to be good and fitting is to eat and drink and find enjoyment in all the toil with which one toils under the sun the few days of his life that God has given him, for this is his lot. Everyone also to whom God has given wealth and possessions and power to enjoy them, and to accept his lot and rejoice in his toil, this is the gift of God. For he will not much remember the days of his life, because... God keeps him occupied with joy in his heart. Attending church on Sunday morning is what we do as believers. For kids and parents, getting ready can be a stressful experience. 
But the Lord's day is set apart for weekly worship. As Ecclesiastes 5 opens, Solomon is not telling us we should go to church. He's talking to regular attenders. He's talking to those who enjoy seeing their friends and singing the songs, but sometimes find it hard to pay attention. He's talking to people who are full of good intentions about serving God, but sometimes have trouble following through. In other words, Solomon is talking to just about everyone who has ever gone to church. And he's saying that when it comes to worship, talk is cheap. There is a better way to approach the God of heaven, and it's described in two ways. First, to draw near to listen is better than to offer the sacrifice a fool. Verse 1. As the builder of God's temple, Solomon probably spent a fair amount of time thinking about the topic of acceptable worship. He's not criticizing the entire sacrificial system that God required, but he's warning about its misuse. Instead of empty religious rituals of penance, the Lord prefers ears that are open to his word and hearts that are ready to obey him. A holy God should never be approached carelessly. So let's listen up as we enter for worship. Verses 1 through 3. And second, it is better that you should not vow than that you should vow and not pay. Verse 5. Not our entrance for worship, but our exit is now in view. In Bible times, people often made vows to God in the context of public worship, then and now. It's not wrong to make promises to the Lord as spontaneous expressions of gratitude or as part of our prayers for some particular blessing, but it's much easier to make a promise than to keep it. God takes our words seriously, even if we don't. He's not impressed by lame excuses. So let's listen up as we enter for worship and let's live it out as we leave. Verses 4 through 7. In the second half of the chapter, Solomon resumes his search for satisfaction in life and this time he's pondering the subject of money. He already had all the wealth a person could ever dream of, but Solomon observes that he who loves money will not be satisfied with money. Verse 10. When we love money, we not only hurt others. Verses 8 and 9. We also hurt ourselves. Verses 10 through 12. If you don't want a greedy heart, dependent friends, and sleepless nights, then guard your heart from a preoccupation with money. Keep in mind that money is here today, but gone tomorrow. We may lose it suddenly, verses 13 through 14, but we must lose it eventually, verses 15 through 17. So, enjoy with contentment whatever wealth God has given you, thankful for each day and every gift from His hand, verses 18 through 20. 
Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com. And I'll meet you again next time as we abide living daily in the Word.